0: This episode of Hammer and Gun, I'm your host, Keller Hodges. Hoping you're having a great one. So, last night was tough. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Last night was a hard one. But, I saw, I obviously, and all over the Legion Twitter, I hop in the Discord. I haven't been as active in the Discord as I would like. But, you know, I, I still read it. I still go through and I just wanted to see what everybody thought about last night. And a lot of what I've seen is people just saying that we underperformed and whatnot, but I don't. Yes, we underperformed. Uh, let me let me start that up. We know we over- underperformed. I think that everybody on the planet knows that we underperformed. We have way too talented of a roster for us to underperform the way that we have, but. I think we have a simple answer to what happened last night. And we got out Um, Coming into this match, the Legion have been tinkering a lot. And I think the tinkering comes from... I don't know if you guys have ever played Football Manager. Um, I recently got into it. I'm thinking about doing... Live streams on Football Manager, which, by the way, speaking of live streams, I want to say shout out to everybody in the chat right now. I've started doing live uh, recordings of these because I like to interact with you guys and it helps me bounce some ideas off to make sure I'm talking about everything correctly. Anyway, Football Manager, it's really easy to overthink everything. And we saw in the past, uh, Coach Tommy Summ. He loved the man, absolutely loved the man, but he got very stuck in his ways. He got very stuck in, this is the one thing that works. This is the one thing that, you know, works for the Legion. And recently, he started changing. He started changing from his 4-2-3-1 his, uh, that he so infamously played all the time to a three-man backline. And we started seeing all these different changes. The, the three-three-two-two, two, and then a then a three-five-two, and then finally a three-four-three, three, which is what we kind of settled on. And then recently we've been moving to a four-man backline, and then finally today or yesterday, uh, for the time that I'm recording this, the Legion moved over to a four-four-two. Now, in England, uh, <laughs> you know they would have been celebrating. They would have been doing backflips like ah, the English way, <laughs> the four-four-two, love it. But I just I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. And here's why I don't like it for the Legion. Um, this is a lot of formation talks. Yes, and it can be broken down as simple as. <sighs> A lot of... We underperformed. And I thought this was going to be a match where we were going to rotate the team a lot more than we did. And maybe we are just waiting for a better time to rotate maybe against um, Sporting Kansas City. But, you know, Junior went off early with a knock, and the dude has played a lot of minutes. A lot of minutes, both with Jamaica, with us. Dude's barely had a break. Um, and... I just overall, you know, I would have thought there'd been more rotation, which is maybe why when I first saw the formation, I thought maybe there's a lot of rotation in the squad, but there wasn't. But anyway, here's the issue with the four-four-two and why it doesn't work for us. The four-four-two traditionally, you want to work the middle of the, the field. You want to work the middle of the pitch. The Legion are not built to do that. We're just not. We are... Let's work the wings. I mean, our most effective player, our best player of the year right now, I mean, at the very beginning, it was absolutely Anderson C-Do. And he is absolutely still a stud. He's still a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong. But absolutely, the star of the season right now has been Johnny Dean. Right? And Johnny Dean has just been a workhorse. He's a, just a stud. And why are we not trying to work the ball to him or Ryan James? I, I don't know. Granted, last night they didn't have the best of nights, but I also think it's because we didn't put them in the right system to succeed. Um, the four four two. it traditionally you work the middle of the field. Um, if you want to work it short, you start there, and if the other team starts to press, you just boot it long. Really simple. As opposed to the fourth or the three, four, three, where you work the ball to your outside center backs, and then you can lay the ball off to your libero, which is your center center back, or you just push it to the wings. For example, that would have been our. That would have been some guys like Alex Corneli pushing the ball to Johnny Dean. This would have been. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, Fanwell Cavita uh, pushing the ball over to his left, over to Ryan James. That's what we've been seeing in the past. But now we have – we had uh, Zach Caraveau receiving the ball, or Oz receiving the ball, and then he's having to push the ball out wide to Prosper Kassim or who was the other one? Uh, Junior Flemings slash Mikey Lopez last night. Sorry, I got a little distracted. I started getting a phone call. I'll call him back in a minute. Um, So basically, we're just kind of skipping. Traditionally, in a 442, we are just skipping where we're supposed to go. And eventually, we started trying to work out the wide from the very beginning. But that's not what the 442 was meant to do. That's not what that tactic is supposed to be set up to do initially, and I think that working against the tactic that you started against is not going to work often. Granted, a four-four-two is very flexible. It can easily become a three-four-three. It can easily become a four-three-three. It there's a lot of options when it comes to this system. But I think overall, uh, it's a it's a system that when you try to work against it, it doesn't work right. The other issue that we end up seeing with this 4-4-2 is that it's we went against the team that was playing a 4-3-3. And this is why I say we got out tactics Um a traditionally speaking, a four-four-two. You, it, you are going to get overloaded in a midfield if the other team has a midfield of three. Um, so our wingers push up, essentially creating a staggered four-man front line, leaving your two guys in the middle, which was Anderson Isidu, and Isidou and Van um, who are fantastic players. We know that. But we had to go against their three-man, which was, I believe, Marlon, uh, Rivas, and Costa, those three guys, I mean, three against two, if they're organized, is always going to beat it's, uh, the two-man. The three is always going to beat the two, and it has nothing to do with the talent of players. It has everything to do with numbers. If, I mean, if we're just saying all three players are world-class, or all five players involved are world-class players, and they have a perfect game, if all, three, all five of them have a perfect game, three is going to beat two every time. And that's what happened last night. We got overloaded in the midfield. And from there, they could pass the ball out to the wings because we had no one there. That Johnny Dean and Ryan James were fine. They did great. Or they had not great games, but they did what they were asked of. Um, but just... It, it, Putting more pressure on the wings led to a lot of issues. For example, Ryan James last night, he lost a lot of possession, but that's because they were putting pressure on him because they could overload the midfield and work the wings, which is where we saw a lot of our issues come last night. So overall, I just feel like it, you know? I mean, I just feel like we got out-tacticked. I feel like we are not playing to our strength. Why are we trying to work the middle of the park when we have some of the best uh, wingbacks in all of the USL? In all reality, Johnny Dean could easily be playing for an MLS club right now. We all recognize that, right? We are all here seeing this, that Johnny Dean is an MLS talent, but he's still here. John. Why are we not trying to work the wings? I don't understand. And this is why I'm saying like football manager. He's just overthinking it. Because I, I I, think the issue comes is that we tried creating more offense um, through the 3-4-3, three, three, and it had the opposite reaction in the sense that we got really good defensively. And... Our offense just wasn't clicking right, so we're trying to do other things to create more offense. And that wasn't the what we're doing wins games. What well, defensively we can win championships off of defense. I mean, it may not be as sexy, it might not be as attractive, but it wins games, people. And this is what I'm. This is why I'm confused. Is Why are we moving away from a formula that clearly was winning? Um, I'm sure there's a middle ground somewhere. People who understand tactics and formations and systems a lot better than I do. Maybe they can tell me a perfect system for us, a perfect way to work. But right now, I don't know what that is. Um, And just another question I have about this match. I mean, this was a sloppy match. We looked bad. I don't know what else to say. But... Another question I have right now is why is Benefimu not playing? Zach Harvo, he is a great center back. He is a great player. Zach, if you're listening to this, dude, you're a fantastic player. But I want you in the midfield. I want Zach to be playing in the midfield. I don't know where that spot would be. Maybe it would be where Mikey's been playing. Maybe, you know, give someone like Thomas a break and have him in the midfield. Zach Carvo is a guy who can give people breaks, but we have someone in Afemu who is arguably our best defender at points this year, and he's on the bench. Why? I thought he worked well in the 3-4-3. And a three center back back line, I think he is the better of the center backs. Why we're throwing Zach back there, I don't know. You know, we rotated uh, Fanwell you know, and that was, and that is what it is. I totally understand that, but why did Zach Carvo take his place when we could have had Zach in the midfield, or, you know, and then have been a starting? I thought I think Ben is a great talent, and I think he can really play. He's been one of the highlights of the season for me, at least to me. I I feel like at times. You know, he was a little shaky, but it was a guy who was learning a new system and not a guy who was a bad player. Also, wish Jake Roof got a couple more starts. I wish he got more playing time, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers, you know, one thing at a time. Overall, I thought and Jake did get a little bit of playing time last night, which is why I'm just confused. I'm really confused on the way we are rotating the squad. I feel like we have so much depth in this squad, but we're not using it. What do I know? I I'm also not a coach. I've never been a coach. I'm not even good at the sport. So, (laughs) you know, it's a little rich coming from me because I I don't necessarily know what I'm talking about all the time. Um, But that's just kind of my thoughts on that matter. Uh, the the goal we scored. You know, cool as you like, Nico Brett. You know, he's he's just going to make those. You just know he's going to make it. That's just why he does. But, uh, great work by Jaden Sylvania to work the ball, bo- work the ball into the box. Um, I mean, Jaden is arguably one of the. He'd be the best dribbler on the team if Junior Fleming didn't exist, and that's not a knock on Jaden. That is just really showing how good of a team and how good on-the-ball skills we have. Oh, yeah, Bruno Lapa is still injured, and once he comes back, those are three of some of the best dribblers and just handlers of the ball we're going to see in all of the USL. Guys like Junior Flemings, guys like Jaden Servania, guys like Bruno Lapa, if they were not internationals and they did not take up international slots, they would be on MLS squad right now. And unfortunately... For them, MLS has kind of screwed them over with that stuff. We have MLS players. It's just MLS doesn't want them because of international rules and the whole green card situation, which is not just MLS. Other cl- other leagues have that, but you understand what I'm saying. So we have guys who can get the ball into the box. We have guys who create chaos, and that's exactly what Jaden did, Nico clean as you like, uh, calm as you like, just finished it and tied up the game. And then at the very end, completely imploded. And that was hard to watch. That was a hard, hard watch. But I think we move on from this. I think the Legion have to move on from this. There's no way that we can keep playing like this and hold on to a home playoff spot. If any of the guys in the locker room, you know, are listening to this right now, you know, you're all very talented players. You all know that. At the very beginning of the year, I made the comment, it is okay to demand more from your club. It is not, and I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not demanding more from the players right now. I obviously wish they would have played better. I wish you guys would have played better. But I'm not demanding more from you right now. I'm demanding more from the guys who are in charge. And quite frankly, I mean, everybody knows I love Coach Sloan. I love him so much. I love him as a coach. I love him as a personality. He is a guy who gets Birmingham. He is building a culture that is not just about establishing a football club. He is a guy who is establishing this for the long run he's establishing everything from here on to make us a permanent stay but my issue right now is that I feel like he does not he started using our strengths he started doing that and he started overthinking because the goals weren't happening and he started overthinking what he was doing Coach Soane go back to what we were doing man the three-man backline works, and it works for us. Are, are we scoring as many goals as we want? No, but Junior's starting to hit form. Junior is starting to look good. JJ Williams is looking like what we've all wanted him to look like since day one. And then, you know, Nico is going to be Nico. <sighs> right now, we didn't make many moves in the on the transfer deadline, right? Like other teams did. But also, we don't have to because we're going to get guys like Bruno freaking Lapa back. That's essentially a signing in and of itself. Getting that guy back for this playoff run it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. We have talent. We have depth. Let's utilize it. Let's go back to the 3-4-3 and let's start winning some football matches. I'm very excited to see about these three games and 12 matches, I think is what it is. Three games? Four games? Three games, I think, in 12 matches. Very excited to see it. Um, I'm going to start, hopefully, making more content for you guys. Um, I really like this live stream thing. Please, if you're here, drop a follow on the live stream. And if you're listening to this right now, go ahead and hit the bell. That sends you notifications because I'm not always good about pushing stuff out on Twitter um i'm kind of bad about it sometimes and i just want to make sure that everybody can see stuff when it comes out but this was a longer pod today um but that's okay um thank you guys so 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 much for listening i really appreciate y'all love y'all and until next time guys keep hammering on.